Welcome back to the Strong Babe Collective podcast, where we are here to chat all the tools, tricks, and tangible steps that will help you call in the freedom, impact, and abundance you are here for. My name is Taylor Ray. I'm a coach, course creator, and your host, and I'm here to help you blend strategy with spirituality so that you can step into your power fully. Every week, you'll hear from me and our incredible guests on the show. So let's dive right into today's episode. Okay, so you babes know the power of investing in yourself. It's something that I talk about a lot on the podcast. I've even dedicated entire episodes to it. And it's something that I talk about a lot. If you want to get ahead, if you're ready to up level, the power of investing to get around someone who has actually taken those steps, who has already called in that level of success or abundance and getting around them and allowing them to be your mentor is literally everything. Having them guide you through the steps that help you to get exactly where it is that you wanna go speeds up the entire process. And that's why I'm so excited to let you know that applications are open right now for my one-on-one private coaching VIP containers in 2020. A few of the spots have already filled. I've only got a couple left, but if you are looking for a mentor that is going to hold space for you, that is going to help you to make the energetic shifts that you need, as well as showing you the actionable, tactical, strategic steps that you need to take inside of your business to scale to five-figure months and beyond, then my love, I'm your girl. I've worked privately with clients, helping them to do everything from sold out launches to five figures in just 30 days. And if you feel called to it, I would love for you to be next. I would love to hold space for you in 2020. So if you would like to work with me, head to the link in my show notes and submit an application form now. So today I am sitting down with the beautiful Jessie Reed. And if you follow Jessie over on Instagram, you will know that she is a global clairvoyant with a spiritual gift like no other. I'm not joking when I say this girl's vibe, her energy, everything about her is absolutely magnetic. And the way that she taps into her intuitive guidance is absolutely incredible. I love, love, love sitting down and speaking with Jessie on this episode. And I'm so excited to be sharing all of this with you so that you can really tap into your higher self and unlock your intuitive guidance as well. Jessie is a global clairvoyant. She's a channel and she's also the creator of Spirit Girls Collective and Gifted X. Experts. It is her expertise to connect and communicate with spirit to bring through guidance along your highest path. And whether you are into the woo woo or not, trust me, there's going to be something inside of this episode for you. We speak about so many different things inside of this episode from unlocking the different levels of consciousness to bringing spirituality into your life to discovering your spirit guides and literally everything in between. So no matter where you are on your spiritual journey, there will be something for you inside of this episode. And I'm just so, so grateful to be able to bring it to you. So with that, I'm so excited to welcome Jesse Reed to the podcast. And I encourage you as well as you are listening to screenshot your favorite parts of the episode, share it and tag us in your Instagram stories so that we know you are loving it. Jesse, my love, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah, I'm so happy too. And I, it's funny how we just realized we could have literally <laughs> hung out in person because we're five minutes down the road from each other. <laughs> I know. And we didn't even know. We thought we were just in completely different areas and then realized we're literally around the corner from each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also have like, 
the most divinely aligned schedule this afternoon as well. Like, what are really soul sisters doing the exact same thing this afternoon? Get our hair done. Get our hair done. Yeah. We're off to a flying start. Very, very aligned. Um, oh, I'm so excited to have you here. I've been following you for ages. I love your story. I love your journey. Um, for those that don't know you, give us a little bit of a backstory into you and how you got to where you are today. You know, you're a global clairvoyant, a channel, a creator. Let's talk about how you got there. Okay, yeah. Um, so basically, um, it like a lot of girls will probably resonate with this or relate to this. Like I, when I was little, like even when I was like two or three or something, I remember um, like having really strong intuition, like being able to see things that weren't like physically there, um, being able to connect with spirit. Like I remember always like telling my parents things that they didn't know how I knew these things and like was just making all these like I don't know like not predictions necessarily but I just knew things um and then they would happen and then my parents would always just be like what like what are you <laughs> kind of thing because they were just, just like what is happening like how is our little girl and I was their first child like how is she doing these things and it's like you know, like, I think my dad was a little bit like, oh, this is weird. And my mum was like, this is interesting. <laughs> so they were kind of like, oh, this is like a little bit strange, but really interesting. So my mum took me to a clairvoyant, at, like, when I was little, because she was like, you know, wanting to know what was happening for me and like, whether it was okay that I was connecting with like spirit and these energies that they couldn't physically see or, you know, all the stuff. And then... Um, the clear point was just like explaining to my mum, like, oh, she's just very, you know, gifted and intuitive and she's also connecting with spirit clairvoyantly and um, tried to like help my mum understand me more and like help me open it up and things like that. Um, so it's always been like my thing. But then um, throughout, you know, like school and everything, I just, it's hard to explain, but you just, re you start realising like, yeah, this isn't normal and if I talk about it, it'll be weird. And you know how, like, if you already feel like an, like an alien on Earth, you just want to fit in. Like, you just want to um, – like, I don't feel that way now. Like, I don't really care about fitting in at all anymore. But when I – you know, when you're at school, you just want to fit in. Like, you just want to be with the cool kids and you just don't want to be, like, the weirdo who sits in the corner having lunch by herself. So, <laughs> so, so I was just like, I'm just not going to – like I'm just going to shut this out and not talk about this anymore and pretend that it's not happening because it doesn't help me, you know, it doesn't help me be cool and it doesn't help me. <laughs> Actually now it's the coolest thing I have, but, <laughs> but like at the time I was like, this is not cool. It's, you know, it's not normal and I'm just going to shut it out. So I did. And then like long story short, I basically just from school and um, I just decided like, I, th I think I left school at 16. I was like, this is not for me. They're not teaching me anything new or expansive or like anything that feel, felt like it even applied to like matter in my life. Like it was just, like, it wasn't just like a normal thing of like, I don't want to go to school. It was more like, I know deep down that this is just information that's being fed to me going in one ear out the other. And it's not ever going to be applied. Like I just knew deep down, like I was like, this is just wasting my time. And so I just, and I knew I always wanted to like work. I wanted to like have my own thing and be independent and stuff like that. So I just wanted to go and get a job and nothing at university pulled my attention either. It was like something that I should have done out of like, 
just because everyone does obligation you know and I was like yeah but there were because there was nothing that was like applicable to what like I knew there was something that I was going to be really good at and that I could do you know run my business by and everything like that but I was there was nothing in university that I was like remotely even drawn to so I didn't go to university either and then I went and set up like moved from New Zealand to Australia when set up like a whole socially like acceptable lifestyle in terms of um you know like a relationship and full-time jobs and new cars and a brand new like big house and puppy and like all that kind of stuff yeah and so that was by like 19 and I felt that sense of like oh I'm doing well like this is good. Yeah. you know I can tick all the boxes and um you know other people can look at it and other people can be like oh you know like that good job kind of thing, whatever. Um, but it always felt like this weird, like comfortably numb feeling where it was like, this is not it. It's not the vision that I have since I was like five years old. It's not the lifestyle that I know I'm actually here to live. And it just felt really like empty in that way. Um, and it was almost like as soon as I had set that fully up and realized like this isn't it, then literally overnight I had this experience where I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like the floodgates were opened again in terms of like my intuition and seeing things, hearing things, knowing things, feeling things, like having spirit come through to me. Like it all just happened, it just like all opened up as to, as if to say like, okay, you went and tried that human stuff yeah. <laughs> and you set it all up and it was all good, but you had to realize that that's not what you're here for and now we're going to come back and you're going to start using your gifts again and you're going to find your purpose and you're going to you know you're going to start creating the life you actually came here for kind of thing Mm. which I'm sure lots of people can relate to in terms of you know some people might find that's through their sudden return or just like some kind of like life flip where it's like totally this dark night, dark night of the soul or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, and I literally, yeah, I literally just went through like a couple years of just being complete state of like anxiety and overwhelm because I just didn't know what was going on. Like I processed it so naturally as a child, but because it came back when I was 19 and after blocking it out for so long, mm. I couldn't, it was like I couldn't remember how to process it and, all my can like you know you just had conditioning from growing up yeah <laughs> you know and so like my mind and all my conditioning and all my kind of like logical thinking stuff was like an analytical mind and everything was just like what is going on like there was just all this energy and information coming at me from you know higher dimensions and my mind just could not keep up and process everything that was coming through or put meaning to it or understand where it was fitting in or where I was meant to, what I was meant to do with it and all that kind of stuff. So I literally just went to like doctors and like psychologists and um, meditation groups and clairvoyance and stuff. And that was the only thing that helped me was actually going and doing one-on-one work with a clairvoyant Mm. and relearning, like remembering how to use my gifts um, and reading like a million books <laughs> um, to just remind myself, like I had to like re-download 
like my state of being and like my state of consciousness to be able to connect and process everything that was coming through my intuition and connection with spirit to like feel like I wasn't going mentally insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was so intense. Um, and yeah, it just took a long time to remember how to use it. Cause I blocked it out for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I did all the overwhelm and all the anxiety went away and I basically just decided again, like to completely restart my life. And so I left all the things that I set up and had in my life and went back home and just said to myself, like, like I've tried that didn't work it. Like the universe gave me a major sign as to what um, I needed to do and what, I'm going to do moving forward. And so I just kind of like promised myself, I'll never work for anyone else again. Only do what my soul has come here to do. Um, and I'll like, I'll put all my bets on myself type of thing. Like I'll just go all in on like me and what I'm, what I've got to offer and what I'm here to do and what my vision is. And I'll just make it happen because I felt like there was actually no other choice in a way. Like, I mean, you always have your free will, but I just felt like, for me, there was no other way I could approach my life at that point. It's like I just had to do what I was here to do and I just had to, to use what I had as my, like, zone of genius or whatever you want to call it and just go and do it kind of thing. 100%. Yeah. And then it just all built to now. Like, That's amazing. Yeah. Such an incredible story. And like hearing how you tell that too, like, you know, the journey of like, it's something that's been with you for your entire life. And then, you know, the ups and downs and the things that you went through, through childhood and then obviously adolescence yeah. and everybody can basically relate to like that feeling of wanting yeah. to be in, especially through high school and like you're figuring yourself out and trying to understand yeah. how you show up and who you are in the world. And then of course, mm-hmm. you know, it's totally understandable that that would have been a time where you were like, okay, I feel really uncomfortable with this. I'm just going to squash it down. Like, but ultimately like, you know, you were drawn to a bigger purpose than that. And I think, you know, a lot of people can relate to this. Like there's only so long that you can go about ignoring something like that before it does get to a point where it really just kind of bubbles over. Um, And a lot of the time that comes from, you know, that sense of total, like dissatisfaction or lack of fulfillment in your life. And you're like, okay, like you said, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm ticking all the boxes. I'm doing all the things like, you know, everything that you're supposed to be quote unquote doing, I've done that and something's still missing. And I think, you know, a lot of people can relate to that. I can definitely relate to that in elements of my life, you know, where it was just like, okay, like something's like, something's missing. There's got to be something else. And you know that you're called to something else. And Mm. I just love that, you know, you've like finally lent into that. And, you know, what was it like for you when you finally like gave yourself permission to do that? Obviously, you know, for you you said, um, starting to speaking to clairvoyance and reading a lot of books, and I'd love for you to maybe like suggest some of the books that you were reading. What was that like when you finally gave yourself that permission? Did it feel like you know like a weight had basically been lifted off yeah yeah it was this funny feeling of like anytime that I was doing anything other than that like going to my job as a barista and all that kind of like just human life stuff I was in a constant state of like anxiousness and a state of like something's just not this is not what I'm meant to be doing and like just and then yeah just like an overwhelm of like empathy and intuition and all the stuff coming through Mm. but then I when I would go and see the clairvoyant that I was going to see. It was like, as soon as I stepped into her room and sat down with her, everything just like washed away. And it was like this just peaceful state of like, this is exactly what I'm meant to be doing right now. And this is the answer. And this is 
bringing me like absolute like soul nourishment and I can just relax. So most of the times I'll just book sessions with her, not because I necessarily like needed anything from her. I just needed to have like an experience of relaxing and not feeling anxious and overwhelmed. Like I just need to go chill out for an hour and a half. (laughs) Um, Or when I was feeling, mm, or when I'd like be reading a book that was in alignment for me, it was like I could go off into a whole different world and nothing, none of that stuff in terms of the anxiety or the overwhelm or all that stuff, like none of that would even be a part of my mind. Like I would just completely go off into a different world with the book and get so like just completely like immersed in the book that it just took me to a totally different place. And it was like remembering all this, like all like levels of consciousness that I had as a child, but just kind of forgotten when I was blocking it out and it just kind of all would be coming back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What were some of the books that you were reading? Um, they were all like Hay House books. So lots of like Louise Hay books, Doreen Virtue books, although she's very different now, but, um, um, yeah, all different books that were like really focused on like the spirit world and intuition and connecting with angels and mm. all that kind of stuff. Um, there wasn't like one in particular that really did like a whole lot for me. It was just like reading all the different ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just yeah. opening yourself up to receiving the answers that you were looking for. And yeah. I totally understand what you're saying in terms of that feeling of like total alignment and like you, you know, you step into your higher self and it's just that, feeling of like inner peace like totally and for everybody it's different where they find that but I I remember for me when I first started like delving into opening myself up more to spirituality and things like that I remember that feeling and being like oh my gosh like my whole life I've sort of just been living like completely away from this in this like you yeah. know highly strung stressful state like you know very masculine energy like hustle yeah. like all that um and when I started to open myself up to that I remember that feeling and then it's been such a beautiful journey of like integrating that into you know you know quote unquote normal life to like be able to bring that feeling into everything that you're doing and that's something that I love about you like I love the way that you integrate those two things and you know you say like you know I love like the woo woo but I also love like sex in the city and like being able to like integrate like you know the modern life with like you know, the more spiritual Mm -hmm. side of things. And, you know, for somebody who's maybe in a boat that's maybe similar to where you were before and wanting to start to integrate some of the more spiritual aspects to their life or maybe feeling that lack of fulfillment or that lack of purpose and knowing that there's got to be something else but not knowing where to look for the answers, what would be some of the tangible steps that they could take to figure that out? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, like, I feel the the best thing that someone can do is to really, like, create space for their soul in terms of like first and foremost like say if they're working you know a lot of hours per week and busy weekends and like or if they're busy mum and they're putting all their attention to their kids or family or whatever I feel like if you were to just first of all create the first tangible step of like allocating time for your soul whether it's even just like one hour a week or whatever you can achieve just being like okay this is my time just for my soul and then like there's heaps of books and there's heaps of courses and there's heaps of things you can do. But I think to start with, if you were to just spend time with your soul in terms of like even just doing your own meditation where you're just tuning into yourself and just becoming really aware of yourself and then um, like ask, 
even just like asking yourself questions in terms of like, depending on where you're at and what your focus is, like just asking yourself questions of like, what is it that I really want? Or um, what am I, what am I feeling really called to? Or what do I need to do for myself? Or what do I need to let go of at this point? Just to kind of, kind of start like a, like a, dialogue with your soul and just start speaking with yourself and acknowledging that um to just to start that connection um and then obviously any any you know like i said any books or courses or things that you feel drawn to to help but i think just starting with creating the space for yourself and your own soul to speak um and then you know i personally because for me intuition is the number one thing that's really like changed my life and leads my life that really helps. Like I never feel like I could ever really be truly stuck because I know I've got my intuition, you know? So like I would always advise people to tap into their intuition and learn what their intuitive um, skill is. Like are they more clairvoyant or clairaudient or clairsentient or claircognizant? Because that really, really helps understanding what form of intuition is your strongest. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of people expect their intuition to work in all these different ways or ways that they think other people's intuition works, but we all have like our own intuition that works in our own ways. And so figuring out what your intuition is, is a really good one for for being able to learn how to tap in and use your intuition to help guide yourself. Um, I did like a quiz. I created a quiz to help people figure that out like they can figure yeah. out what clear is their strongest which is I'll put that in the show notes so that you guys yeah. can go and check yeah. it out because I think it's well worth figuring it out and finding yeah it. yeah doing that quiz is, is fun and it will give you like a whole you know like description of like what that gift is and how you might notice it it works for you and like gives you all that acknowledgement of how you tap into your intuition um but yeah, I think really from there, like just the more and more and more that you're letting your intuition lead, as opposed to like just logic or society or other people, like step by step, it'll just keep unfolding and unfolding and unfolding and unfolding. And you'll see that the universe brings those synchronicities into place to like give you that kind of like, you're doing well, here's the next like yeah. sign or the next step. Or um, it'll keep like kind of um, whispering to you like, mm little nudges more and more yeah yeah more and more nudges I think because you're not going to figure it out in one meditation you know like you're not if you're in a space where you're like I don't know what's going on I don't know what my purpose is like I don't know what to do with my life like you're not going to sit down and do one meditation and be like hey I've got it all sorted (laughs) but if you like take some steps of like yeah creating space for your soul having dialogue with your soul asking yourself what you really want figuring out your intuition and start utilizing your intuition and and acknowledging it as a leader for you more and more than just your logic it'll show you so much more I love that I love that last thing that you said about acknowledging it as a leader for you and I think that that is a really powerful takeaway and I love the way that you broke that down and one of the biggest things that stood out to me is you know making that like actually committing to like a sacred space just with you because ultimately you know, a lot of the time we are so externally driven without even realizing it. Like obviously yeah. 
conditioning and then you know even in decisions that you're making in your life like you'll go to your friends or your mom or family or your partner like what do you guys think do you think this is a good idea rather than you know going internally and asking yourself and that's something that I've definitely really prioritized over the last couple of years is really making that space for myself and having like that that quiet time and it's something I actually schedule into my calendar like I make sure that I have time for me because something I talk about this all the time I heard it once on one of Jay Shetty's podcasts and he talks about having a meeting like me like meeting with me like yeah you make meetings with everybody else like where's the meeting with you like and I and I just thought that was such a really cool way of like looking at it and it's exactly what you're saying as well and I think you know that's like one of the best things that you can do is just be able to like make that space for yourself and then like you said start asking the questions because a lot of the time we sit there and we're like okay well hopefully it hits me and no like you need to start asking the questions to like open yourself up to those answers so yeah super super powerful I'd love to dive a little bit more into the intuition side of things. And I know that obviously you've got your quiz and I'm sure many people will go and check that out on your website. Um, But a lot of people ask, you know, like, what is your intuition? I get this question all the time. And like, Mm -hmm. how do you know? And then people have a lot of trouble between the difference, like, you know, your intuition intuition versus your ego. And like, you know, there's Mm -hmm. different voices that are coming up telling you different things and you could justify each way. Like, and people sort of will go down that rabbit hole and like, which is right. So I would love for you to shed a bit of light on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Like, first of all, my um, interpretation or, like, analogy of what your intuition is, um, I explain it in a way where it's, like, um, you know, your soul comes to this earth, your soul has this divine, like, plan and purpose and path and, like, vision as to, like, why you came here in the first place, you know, Um, and what would be the most alignment for you and what would be most fulfilling and joyful for you. and like as you come into this world there are literally like a million different things telling you where to go what to do who to see um what to think like what to believe you know just all these different things and like you obviously got the people that are closer to you like you said like you you ask your mom or your dad or your sister or whoever like what should i do and there's all like there's like literally a million different directions you could go um because you've, you've even got like universities telling you like what yeah like what degrees you should get and all this kind of stuff like you've got you know all these things and it's good in the sense that you've got millions of opportunities and millions of options but you've also got a million of these things just all kind of telling you like or conditioning you to what you should be doing right um and that's all very like logical or it's all just very like yeah 3d if you know what i mean um it's just like everything coming from the world um but your um intuition is more so like a navigation system like a built-in navigation system that lets you know like what opportunities to take or what people to really um you know surround yourself with or to connect with or it helps you understand like um, what you're being, yeah, like what you're being drawn to or what's in alignment for you and certain things that like logically shouldn't work out, but they will because your soul and your intuition knows better <laughs> as to where it's actually leading. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like in a world where you've got a million things that you could do or you should do or what everyone else is saying, your your intuition is your built-in navigation system that pretty much only you have, you know, you have, you're the only person that has access to it. You're the only person that can really hear it or 
see or feel or know it, you know. So it's that thing that like everyone's finding really hard to trust, but it's like to me, it's like the number one thing that we should trust <laughs> in order for us to all really be who we actually came here to be. Um, and then when people have that experience, when they, um, you know, when they're like trying to get somewhere, if they've got a certain goal or a certain vision, instead of just like in a car, if you were going on a road trip and you wanted to get somewhere, instead of just getting in the car and just driving and just like hustling your way there, trying to find <laughs> all these different streets and avenues and all these different highways to try and get there when you don't really know exactly, you really don't really know where you're going <laughs> um, or how you're going to get there. Your, your intuition is like your, again, like your GPS, like navigation system. That's like, just take this like simple track, just, <laughs> just like, just avoid all the nonsense, avoid all the dead ends and avoid all the roundabouts and just go, here like just <laughs> just yeah. make it simple just like go to where you're meant to be kind of thing so it saves you so much time so much energy so much money so much everything like to just have your intuition and use it and trust it you know yeah. um and yeah when people have the experience of not being sure whether they've you know used their intuition and gotten something intuitively versus like made something up or it was just their imagination or whether it was just their ego and stuff like that. I like, I always say to people like take away the part of you that needs to um, analyze and define it and just go into the part of you that can feel whether the um, idea or information or decision is resonating with you or not. And then you'll know, whether that came from your soul and your intuition or whether that came from your mind and your ego and your logic. Um, but isn't actually quite right for you, if you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, if you, if you say, yeah, say if like one day you just have this idea and it just kind of came to you um, and yeah, you sit there thinking like, well, did I intuitively get that? Like, did that come from my soul or did I just make that up? Like, is that something that's just completely come from my ego? Yeah, just like put your attention, your energy around that idea or like really tune into it and just feel in your heart, like does this resonate with me? Does it give me like good goosebumps and like, mm. you know, like blissful feelings or do I just get that almost like that impulsive, um, excited energy of like just do it, like just, just follow through on the idea. There's mm. something magical here. Or do you get this feeling of, of like dullness or just like getting nothing from it or almost feeling like heavy about it. Like just feel into whether it's resonating or not, because it's like um, the part of us that wants to analyze and like define, like was it intuition or was it my mind? That's, that's the mind doing that. So we don't really want to use the mind to figure it out. If that makes sense, because totally. we're wanting to, tune more into our intuition so we need to intuitively feel whether the idea or the message or the guidance or the decision is coming from a place of resonance or not if, if you see what I mean like 100% 100% and I think that you've broken that down so well and like really leaning into the energy of what's coming up for you rather than from like a place of like a logical perspective yeah, yeah and analyzing like, and yeah, yeah. 
and not overanalyzing it from that place of the mind. Cause like you said, like yeah. the mind is ultimately what's asking that question and that's yeah. not coming from an intuitive place. So I yeah. so agree with that. And the more that, you know, I've tapped into that in my life, you know, the more magic happens, the more I manifest, like the more abundant my life is, like the more I start yeah. listening to those answers that are coming up. And it's exactly like you said, like sometimes like this answer or this idea or something will come up and you're like, where the heck did that come yeah. from? But you're like, all right, I choose to celebrate this. Like, I'm just going to go yeah. with this. Like, I know it's here for a reason. And like, yeah. to that. and that's where the most beautiful things happen. And like mm. you said, the synchronicities and when you open yourself up to, you know, accepting that and going, okay, like I accept this, I'm going to start to take action on it in the way that I feel like I'm guided, like from that energetic perspective. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. You take one step and then, oh, there's something else. And you're like, oh, that's amazing. And then these opportunities land in front of you and you connect with different people and so many things start yeah. to line up. But it, I think that it all initially, and you know, everything that you're saying just flows on so beautifully. Like it starts with that initial conversation with yourself and like making that mm -hmm. space. And then obviously the more space you make, the more answers that are going to start to come through. And then as those answers are coming yeah. through, it's so important to actually lean into them and not just block yeah. them, ignore them and go, okay, well, I don't know what that is. So I'm not going to go there. You know, yeah. And I think also a thing to acknowledge as well is like, did it come to you naturally? Was it like a, like a, like an ease? Was it like a kind of like just inspired thing? Like, did it just come to you very naturally or did you like, did you really like force it into place? Cause that will tell you whether it's your intuition or your ego as well, you know? Yeah. Totally. Like if an idea is just like bing and you just, it just comes in and it's so inspiring and you're like, Oh my God, just had the best idea ever. And I have no idea where it came from, but <laughs> like that's your intuition. But if you're like, you know, I've been thinking and I've been really trying to get this idea together and it's, you know, and now I've got it. Like that's, more likely come from your ego because you've like really used like your logical mind to try to bring it all together and things like that. And also what I find funny is like just the fact that like, why are we so afraid of like, you know, when people are like, Oh, I think I got this intuitively, but I don't know whether to like action it or follow through of it on it. It's like, what are we so freaking afraid of? Like mm. we make, we get logical ideas and logical um, guidance that we follow through on all the time and a lot of the times it doesn't work out anyway so like what are we so afraid of that's going to happen if we just follow our intuitive idea or guidance i love that. like do you know what i mean like we do it all the time at a logical level mm. and that doesn't always work out so yeah what's the worst thing that could happen if you just followed your intuition and did something intuitively yeah, like the worst thing that could happen is it couldn't work, is that it wouldn't work out. But we do that all the time with logic. So, yeah, I think that's such like, a good way of looking at it. And ultimately, like it just highlights again, like that's coming from a place of fear, which mm -hmm. is your ego. And so ultimately, like your mind has won again. And so right. I think you saying that is so powerful because it's like, what do you have to be afraid of? Like, like you said, like you make decisions all the time based on what, you know, logically seems correct and it doesn't work mm -hmm. out. You don't freak out. But when it, yeah. is, it does come from that place, it's outside of your comfort zone. It feels like a little bit scary. But honestly, mm -hmm. like I promise you, like obviously you and I are testament to this. Like when you start to mm -hmm. lean into that, you know, the yeah. unknown and the thing that feels a little bit scary in the beginning, it's going to be what allows you to ultimately unlock what it is that you're here to do, you know? And I think... yeah. yeah start to lean into that. And I know that there's a lot of girls listening who this will really resonate with, like, just give yourself mm. a go there. Like, you know, and ultimately we almost mm -hmm. hold ourselves hostage at some point. Yeah. 
don't want even want to make a decision. And it's like, well, no decision still is a decision. Like you're still there not doing anything. So just take the leap and like have the faith yeah. that you're fully supported and you will be very yeah. surprised at what works out for you. Yeah. And what's more exciting too is the fact that like when you follow something that's intuitively led, there's this essence of it being like, if I follow this, I might be completely surprised and blown away by what could come out of it because I'm not coming from a logical space of it, of calculating an outcome. I'm following something that just came to me intuitively and I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but it's, yeah, that sense of like, but something totally magical could come of this because Mm -hmm. it came from my intuition and maybe there's something more than just my mind that knows like, you know, the potential and everything like that. Whether it's, yeah, if you just follow like a, a logical idea or a logical decision, it's just like a calculated expected outcome that could or could not go right. If you know what I mean, but there's no, there's no essence of like the magic. <laughs> totally get it. Yeah. And ultimately like you're holding yourself back from the potential that's waiting for you. Just once you open yourself up to it, like there's so much out there for you that, you know, is outside of the realm in a lot of cases of what you would even deem possible for you based on your current reality, but, you know, opening yourself up to it and starting to see it as already being done and, you know, creating that visualization around it because you give yourself permission to go, okay, yes, I'm going to say yes to this and start to bring it into my reality. Like, you know, that's where you're going to be able to make that shift. And that's something I actually wanted to talk to you about. You talk about, you know, quantum leaping and you teach a lot about Mm -hmm. that. Um, I would love for you to sort of break down like what that is and why you know if it's like a link to what it is that we're already talking about or if not if it's something completely different and you know why is it that something why is it something that someone would want to do Mm -hmm. so yeah quantum leaping it does tie into all this because it's about like becoming who you really came here to be like at a soul level embodied as a human like who you were always meant to be um but quantum leaping is more about the manifesting side of it and taking it in a really like step-by-step manner so that you can really go about a process of manifesting and taking a quantum leap. Um, Cause I felt like, you know, for myself and for other people, um, all understanding the laws of attraction and manifesting and everything like that. Um, but it, it was something that kind of felt like, it's hard to explain, but it was almost like feeling like I understand this. I get the philosophy. I believe in it. But um, it didn't feel like there there were like tangible steps to take, if you know what I mean, to to get there. It was more about the visualizations and the um, and like feeling into it and everything like that, which is obviously all really really important. But quantum leaping came to me from my spirit guides as a process to create that quantum leap step by step, which. Um, involves both your feminine and masculine of like getting the vision um knowing where you're going and what the goal is and having like the intuitive desire of like i know i'm meant to be that person living that life but quantum leaping is more about realizing like the actual tangible difference between where you are now and where you're going and what um shifts need to be made in order for that change to happen and for that quantum leap to, um, yeah, for that to happen. So say for example, like in quantum leap in the course, like 
Um, I get people to look at um, like what are all the details of their current reality and what are all the details of their future reality. Um, and they go in like a meditation process to that future reality and get all the details. Um, and then they like can look at it and compare like, okay, well, my current self believes that um, I should only have what I need and I shouldn't have much more. And because that's what my parents, you know, always had and blah, blah, blah. But my future self that is in that whole, des- you know, other desired reality is in a space of celebrating um, more than enough and is like loves being generous and loves having an overflowing cup. So that for one example would be like, okay, well, that's one reason why I'm here and not there. And this is like a tangible thing I can, I have the power to change within myself. And you take those steps. If you see what I mean by that, it's like, yeah, instead of just having the feminine of the vision and the visualization and the um, dream, it's also like tangibly looking at like what are the differences, what can you change to create that quantum leap within yeah. yourself. Yeah, and I think that's such a like a powerful like connection between like where you are and where you want to go because you're t- you're having a look at like what the difference is yeah ultimately like okay well what can I do about that rather than just sort of seeing it as this future thing that's yeah always a future thing because you're not really defining how you're going to make that change Mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful that's something I'm massive on like in everything I talk about with manifesting and I think it gets Mm -hmm. a lot like you know people talk about manifesting and they do only focus on the feminine side and they only focus on the law of attraction side of things and I just love that you know you're out there and spreading Mm -hmm. that message like there is more to it than just that like there's also Mm -hmm. you know being able to have a look at where it is that you are, where you want to go. And then like, okay, well, what action can we be taking? Like, you know, let's play the the law of action as well as the law of attraction, you know, and when you create that fusion, I think that's where it's so powerful. Yeah. Ultimately you manifest it so much faster. Yeah. And it's also about like, as you have a look at all those things and you have those realizations within yourself, then you can approach every day making decisions throughout the day with everything you're doing as to whether you are, um, yeah, doing things from the space of the current reality or doing things from the space of the future desired reality. You can, like, keep asking yourself, like, what would um, my future self do in this instance? Like, even just getting up in the morning and deciding what you're wearing for the day, you can approach in that way. You can just be like, okay, well, if I were to get up, like, usual and just (laughs) put something on, I would probably pick this outfit. But if I intentionally got up this morning and said, okay, what would, like, because I've gotten really familiar with that future version of myself, going into my wardrobe out of the clothes that I have right here and now, what what ones would I choose to dress myself with? Like, <laughs> I agree with that. I think it's such a, it's such a beautiful, like that's such a nice, easy example. Yeah. yeah. It, it breaks it down so well. Cause you know, ultimately like you attract what you mm-hmm. are and yeah. people miss that a lot where they think it's, you know, I've got to be this before I'll get this. And it's like, no, you just yeah. need to become it right now. Like in what ways can you start showing up as that version of you? Because yeah. Going to raise your vibration. You're going to step more into alignment with it and you'll call it yeah. in. Like, that's how you're powerfully going to make that shift. So I yeah. love that example. I think that that's just a really easy little thing. It's like, okay, all right. I can start yeah. a version of me that does have it all. Like, and yeah. then you apply that to all areas of your life. Yeah. And also like um, some people get stuck on the fact that like, oh, but the things that are in my future reality aren't currently in my reality. So how am I supposed to 
like live it right now type of thing. But it's like so much, there's so much you can do in terms of like, even just the way that you treat people, like just treat people and interact with people from the space that you would in their future reality. Like even if like, you know that your future self is really, really abundant and generous, you might not at that, you know, current moment be able to give someone a car or whatever, but you may be able to shout the next person their coffee, even if it's just, just a complete stranger. Like you're doing something from the essence of that future self, like that same vibe, as opposed to being like, I'm um, just, just, you know, um, just buying the, like the things that I need, like actually seeing ways that you can expand or even if you have like a really shitty car, <laughs> but you know, your future self drives like a really nice car, even if you're just driving your car, like thinking or feeling that you're in that nicer car <laughs> and like, and having like the sense of like the way you're holding yourself. Like if you're driving around in your shitty car, you might be kind of like, you know, like <laughs> hinch, like hunched over the wheel, kind of like not really wanting to be seen in that car. Whereas if you were in your future car, you'd be like sitting high and straight and like yes. smiling and playing <laughs> favorite music, really waving hard. to strangers. <laughs> Just being like, Hey, like <laughs> me living my best life. Like you can, you can change that body language. Yes. Even though you might still have the shitty car. <laughs> you, can, you can still change the body language that you're embodying and not let the fact that, you know, the car isn't any different. Like you can, you can change yeah. that at least kind yeah. of thing. Definitely. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And just like the embodiment of the energy that you are holding mm -hmm. on to. Cause even with what you were saying before, you know, like, you know, saying like, Oh, I'll be generous when like ultimately, you know, you yeah. ever put it off into like a future version of you. And I always say that you yeah. know, or when this, like it's never coming if you sit there. Yeah. So like, yeah. I love that. Like, and you know, this gets thrown around a lot, but like, if you wouldn't, you know, give away like 10 cents on a dollar, like, you know, you think you're going to give away, you know, so much more when you've got a million of them, like you won't. Yeah. Because yeah. ultimately, like if you're not embodying that right now, like you'll never feel like you have enough. You never will mm -hmm. that energy of abundance by the time that you do get there. So I love that. I love that. It's like, you know, lean yeah. into it now, lean into that generosity now, lean into the abundance now and start acting yeah. from that place. And that's where it will come in so much faster for you yeah I love as well how you said like obviously like the whole process with quantum leaping was something that was given to you by your spirit guides and I really want to chat a little bit about spirit guides um and how you discover who your spirit guides are and like how to connect with them clearly so I find this so interesting I'm excited to hear about all this and I know that the girls listening will be like okay turning it right up <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah spirit guides are my favorite um they're, yeah, they're definitely ones that, that, that have helped me the most when it comes to, like, my purpose and my path and where I'm meant to be and everything like that. Um, and with, like, you know, discovering your spirit guides, working with your spirit guides, um, like, basically, I mean, like, I've done, I've created, like, a self-study course called Spirit Guides, of course. And basically, there's, like, three main modules um, as to, like, what I find to be the best way to step through the process of discovering your spirit guides. So, you know, um, in short, like the first module is all about how you can really clear any fears or blocks or reasons why you're not 
already in connection with your spirit guides in terms of like a lot of people have fear around like the unknown or thinking that there are like bad energies out there that you don't want to open yourself up to and like thinking you have to energetically protect yourself all the time and that um or thinking that it's like huge expectations like as if they're like as if it's like this big rocket science to try and meet your spirit guides and um that it's a completely out of this world like thing to achieve like it that yeah sometimes it's just made out to this big this big thing or sometimes people um expect their spirit guides to do all the work like some people just sit there and they're just like spirit guides um <laughs> like come knock on my door like i want <laughs> i want you to come to me and give me guidance <laughs> and <laughs> while they're sitting there and like they're low vibe and being moody and bitchy about it like <laughs> nobody wants to hang out with that person <laughs> not even your spirit guys want to hang out with you right now <laughs> and so so like it's just kind of figuring out in the first module like you know why haven't you met them already what are the blocks what are the fears what is what's getting in the way what are the, what are the beliefs or what's the expectations like how can we kind of clear that all up so that you're in a space where you're like okay um i'm fearless about this i know that i'm coming from a high energy frequency and vibration um i'm doing this from a space of like excitement and joy and i'm going to fully commit to this as like it being a 50 50 thing like i'm meeting my spirit guides um like literally meeting <laughs> as opposed to you know expecting them to just come to me um and also being really open and receptive um and yeah just in a really high vibe which is what is really required for you to be able to reach your spirit guides um and for them to reach you anyways because you know like they are on such a high level of consciousness you know in these like higher dimensions of non-physical beings um and they're not going to come all the way to meet us yeah especially if we're not in a very high vibe mood <laughs> like we need to go up to them and meet them at that high vibration that higher level of um of a wavelength to be able to feel the connection in the first place you know um and for there to be a clear channel of communication it's just like I always use the analogy of like a, um, a radio dial. Like if you're trying to listen to a certain radio station and it's on a high frequency, say it's on like 107.5 and you're on 67.5, like you're not going to hear that radio station. <laughs> yeah. But the more you raise the frequency, the more you tune up into it, the, you know, Clearer, you start picking up on it and it will become clearer and clearer the more you tune into it um so we have to make sure we're you know clearing ourselves of anything that's getting in the way getting in a really high energy frequency and vibration to meet our spirit guides and really that's just about getting into a space that is totally like you um embodying your soul and being a really like fun high vibe whatever feels the best for you like whatever puts you in your best state is really how to um to get there you know mm -hmm. like for some people they need to feel really peaceful and serene and quiet and you know like that but that's not necessarily what i need i need to feel playful and free and like carefree and fun and I just need to feel like I'm really enjoying myself and that gets me in the right way of things. So just knowing what that is for you and getting yourself in that space. 
basically like obviously I break it down a lot more in the module but that's the essence Mm. um and then the second part is yeah definitely about meeting your spirit guides so that there's like this whole process that I take them through in terms of like um everything that there is to discover about your spirit guides um and basically you're wanting to um you know meditation is the easiest way to get there in terms of creating a space um for you and your spirit guides um to to connect um like say in the meditation um you know we yeah we first create a space we invite our spirit guides forward and then we go through this whole process of like um acknowledging and discovering the spirit guides like what energy do you start feel to feel come forward are there any colors that start coming forward um are you like are you feeling any emotions coming forward right now like um is there anything that you just know about your spirit guides like as as they're coming forward and as you're welcoming welcoming them forward is there anything that's just like um coming to you like you just know something about them like we just really start um discovering things like um do you feel a feminine or a masculine energy with you do you feel um that they've been there for a long time or are they new to you and like temporary um or periodic for this part of your journey um if so like what area of your life do you feel most drawn to at the moment like what do you feel they're helping you with what's their purpose um uh just like just like yeah all different things like inquiring asking questions about all these different traits about the spirit guides and by practicing that meditation a couple times over people will get clearer and clearer and clearer about all these traits about their spirit guides um and obviously you have to trust your intuition as you're doing so (laughs) you can't go through it just doubting yourself all the way because you keep blocking yourself but if you trust your intuition you will discover and meet your spirit guides um and you get to know more and more about like how they communicate with you what are their signs or signals that they're around um and you start discovering them like one by one because you might have five spirit guides with you you know that are there to discover um and then in the third module we talk all about like what can you do with your spirit guides like yeah have um like sometimes i'll invite my spirit guides forward at night to do a healing on me before i go to sleep or um i'll do a meditation and i might be creating something new and just ask them to download everything that i need to know as to how to create it the best way possible for the highest good of all or um yeah like just asking questions throughout the day and it any day just anything i need guidance upon or automatic handwriting like being able to channel them through Mm. your in your writing um just heaps of things there's heaps of things you can work with on your spirit guides and and they're more than happy to help um in every way that they can you know um and just the basic of like acknowledging that you have this connection and this bond um and the sense of like okay from now on i'm never alone i have my spirit guides and whenever i have something that i need to talk about i go to my spirit guides and i listen and i pay attention to what's being guided to me throughout my day Mm -hmm. you know um and just making it really like like integrated in your life like even just practicing like getting up in the morning and being like, good morning spirit guides. Thank you. Like, thanks for being part of my day and sharing anything, you know, sharing any guidance with me throughout the day that you feel is, you know, for my highest good or 
you know, because I think yeah. we've just kind of been up until that point walking around thinking that we're in it alone, having to do everything ourselves and, mm. you know, like, so it's like this whole new mindset of like, I have spirit guides and they're guiding me. It's so amazing. Yeah. I love listening to you talk about it. You And I'm sure everyone listening will agree with me, like, you're, you have such a sense about you, like such a calm sense. And the, like the way you speak is like so encapsulating. Like I'm just like, okay, yeah, tell me more, tell me more. And I just <laughs> love hearing all of that. And yeah, I think it's, it's so powerful. And I think it's so exciting for like those who are like, you know, drawn to start to open themselves up to things like this. Like you shared so many great steps that they could start doing. So thank you yeah. so much for that. Um, with your spirit guides, like how many spirit guides do you have? And also like, I wanted to ask too, like in terms of, is it different for everyone in terms of how they appear in terms of like what they would look like? Is it, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it would be different, but maybe it's not, maybe it's always the same. Yeah, so I usually have about five spirit guides, like because I, even if I look at the spirit guides I have today, are is actually a whole different team that I had like two years ago because mm. of certain things that I've um, shifted and gone through and like um, upgraded into and all this kind of stuff. Like it's just I've got this whole new team, which um, yeah is really exciting because there've been new spirit guides for me to explore, but there's not really like a normal number. Like everyone has a different, you know, some people might have one spirit guide. That's just like their main spirit guide that they always work with. Some people have three, five, seven, like it's just different for everyone. And it changes Mm. time to time for each person too. Um, And they present in many different ways. Like you can have spirit animals as spirit guides. Like I was tuned into someone yesterday and I could see this really strong female wolf around her as this like spirit animal, um, which can be a spirit guide, or you can have archangels and angels that are coming forward as spirit guides, or you can have um, star beings that are really like galactic, cosmic, really kind of like, you know, (laughs) um, they don't look like humans at all. Like (laughs) there's really cosmic energies that come forward, or you can have um, like elemental like mythical beings that are from nature like fairies and nymphs and mermaids and um those more magical like energies or you can have past loved ones who you recognize you know from this lifetime they're they're all all different um forms and yeah a lot of times it's more important what their energy is and what they're helping you with as opposed to like how they look but you will get yeah visions in all different ways yeah. of how they present themselves. Yeah. I yeah. love that. And I love that it's just about being open to like kind of what, whatever shows up for you. I've definitely had like glimpses of this in my life, but probably haven't tapped in as far as like what you're talking about. Like I've, like I meditate a lot. I do a lot of journaling. I love to do a lot of like um, stream of consciousness journaling. So exactly what you were saying with like, you know, the writing and just like letting it come through. And when I create, I tap into like the downloading side of things. So like, I'm so yeah. with you on all of that. And like, even as you were saying, you know, about like doing the meditation, like I've definitely had that, like the sense of the presence and the sense of like certain mm-hmm. and certain animals and things like that, but haven't gone so far as to really tap into it, to have it as something that I can like, always call on and I think that that Mm -hmm. comes from me where it's like okay well I didn't go like quite far enough with it even though it was there um you know taking it to that next level and like you know really welcoming it in and going okay well this is what it is and like okay I can actually call on this you know so I'm actually quite excited having had this conversation yeah next time I meditate like I'm gonna lean into this so yeah yeah and also it's kind of just about making it like 
validated and legitimate for yourself in terms of like we're so conditioned to think that it's just our imagination and Mm. just do what the logical world tells us to do (laughs) you know and so you're changing this whole conditioning and mindset of like I'm going to validate and legitimately like lean into and trust my spirit guides and believe in them to be just as real as anything in this physical dimension Um, because that's going to give you more and more connection and clarity and communication because, you know, because you're going to be really so much more, um, yeah, so much more um, committed to um, them and and the relationship you have together and then that they can help you with in return, you know. I love it. Oh, yeah. So good. Like I just, I could talk about this forever. I feel like there's a lot of things I could talk to you about, but we won't keep going forever. What I will ask is if there was one last piece of advice or maybe a ritual that you swear by or something that you could leave our listeners with, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, this is just something that just like completely came in just now. It's like, um, setting the intention, like even if it's like a um, something you just want to do for fun today or something that you want to do on a daily basis, um, like practice channeling your soul, like practice channeling yourself in as many ways as you can as possible. Um, so again, like say for instance, um, like it's like an embodiment obviously um but just like how many in how many ways and how many different ways can you channel your soul today like again like if you're just um, interacting with other people like how can you consciously channel your soul in that interaction um because you know like you might just kind of be on autopilot most of the time like hey how are you like that's good. Nice to see you, whatever. But like, how could you totally switch that up and just like channel your soul and just be completely like, um, like presenting your soul to, to the interaction or how you treat yourself? Like, how can you completely see yourself from your soul level and enjoy yourself from a soul level? Or how can you create from a soul level? Like, I don't know. I just feel like it was a really fun thing to share. It's just like, how can you channel your soul? today or if you want to practice it every day <laughs> like some just like a really clear intention or like a challenge for yourself of like hmm how could I channel my soul in this instance or this situation yeah <laughs> I love see it what, see what comes out just see what see what happens yeah that's a good piece of advice like creating that intention being very present creating the awareness yes. so yeah. the, right, the exact perfect people who need to hear that yeah in divine timing so yeah thank- much for sharing i have loved speaking with you and connecting with you this has been a (laughs) beautiful interview for those who want to connect with you further where can they find you online uh okay so there's um jessica reed clairvoyant on instagram um and it's r-e-i-d like the read (laughs) so yeah jessica reed clairvoyant on instagram or there's jessica reed online.com for the website um or if they're more so interested in like the community there's spirit girls on facebook and on um instagram as well if they want more like connection with other intuitive soul sisters um yeah amazing we'll pop all of the links to everything in the show notes anyway so that everyone can go and connect with you and find you on insta and do the quiz and join the collective and everything (laughs) that's magic thank you so much honey for coming on thank you for your time and sharing your gifts you're absolutely beautiful and i'm just so grateful to have had you on the show thank you so much i love it thank you
Thank you so much for listening to this episode and for spending this time with me. If you loved the episode, make sure that you let me know by leaving a five-star review, screenshot the episode and share it in your stories or send me a DM. Make sure you come and connect with me over on Insta at Taylor Ray Peters and check out my website for programs, courses and tools that will help you take everything that we talk about on the podcast to a whole other level. I love you. I'm sending you all the high vibes and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.